morning, good afternoon, guys. We are back for another installment of Subplot. Finally. It's been a while, yes. <laughs> uh, for, for, other, for several reasons, we had to skip a couple episodes, but we are back. And we better than ever. Yes. Um, as you can see, stuff. There's stuff everywhere. Cool stuff. There's a chalkboard with today's specials. Today's specials, which uh, we yeah. have Godzilla 2000, Godzilla versus Megaguirus, and Godzilla, Mothra, and King Ghidorah. Giant, Giant monsters, monsters all out attack. attack. That is a mouthful if I've ever yes. heard one. Uh, Still doesn't beat Harley Quinn and whatever the bullshit is on that. Oh, yeah, the fabulous <laughs> emancipation. Oh, yeah, that, that could definitely rival that. Yes. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, that's what we're here for. That's today's specials. Um, and let's just jump into it unless there's some news. I, uh, no news. Okay. There, there is really no Do we news. have a way to watch um, Singular Point yet? Not, well, you can watch it. There are, uh, like, uh, rips of it that you can watch um, in Japanese with the English subtitles. I I'm gonna wait till yeah. it's on Netflix because I I know Netflix is just gonna drop it all at once and I'd rather just binge the crap out of it. I'm right there with um, you. So I normally I, don't like to do that. No, I know. But uh, and especially with like Disney Plus has uh, reconditioned us to uh, <clears throat> watching things weekly. Yes. So I've been getting used to that again, and it, it also like on Fridays anymore. I'm like, oh man. I'm looking forward to watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier yeah. when I come home. Like, so I enjoy that, but things on Netflix, I strictly want to binge. Yeah. Um, so that will be coming in June. Uh, but for now we have to wait patiently. Yeah, that's which... fine. I, there's, there's other stuff happening. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it's not a big deal. I will watch it when I watch it. Exactly. So today we're talking about the uh, rebirth of the Toho franchise, yep. the Toho Godzilla franchise. Uh, last we talked, it was the death of it, mm-hmm. um, in w- more than one way, uh, <laughs> with the TriStar Godzilla. Uh, and fun uh, fun fact, TriStar and Sony were the ones who distributed all these movies afterward. Okay. So uh, Sony and TriStar. I remember seeing TriStar logos. Yeah, they uh, actually redistributed all the Millennium series because they still had the they had the rights. Yeah. Up to a certain point for distribution, so when Toho would make one, they would release it via their platform or whatever. Right. Um, and uh, so it's kind of funny they still kind of got the last laugh uh, in a way. Mm-hmm. Um. But so we had the TriStar Godzilla, which people thought that was kind of the end of it. And the very next year, Toho was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, no, we're we're making we're making more Godzilla movies again." Yeah. Um. So they released Godzilla 2000, which was a I won't say a a huge huge hit in Japan. Uh, it definitely got people interested in the franchise again. This is right. This is only four years after uh, Destroya. Mm-hmm. so uh people had a little bit of a hiatus um and then it released in 2000 in america which actually this up until the 2014 godzilla movie this was the only godzilla movie that i saw in theaters in america right uh i actually saw it at the clarion theater uh, my parents tricked me in telling me that we were going clothes shopping <laughs> and ended up going to watch uh, godzilla 2000 so yeah, that's uh that's a fond memory of mine. Uh, but I, like, before we get into the synopsis, I love this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I still love it to this day. And it's probably just a nostalgia thing. Uh, but I thoroughly enjoy this movie. Uh, I love I love Godzilla's design. Mm-hmm. I this, this was perfect because I feel like people, people now, when they change Godzilla's design, they get all bitchy about it. And they're like, I don't like it. They should have just kept it this way. Like, right. I didn't care. I was like, it's Godzilla. That's <clears> cool looking. Like, I yeah. just went with it. Uh, which I have pretty much for my entire life. Like mm. that doesn't bother me. It's Godzilla. No, I, I don't. I don't care. I mean, going through the, the design, you know, going through the history of the films, uh, basically as we have here, uh, it's never really bothered me. Obviously, there's high points and there's low mm-hmm. points, but I've never been like, oh, 
It takes me out of this movie. I can't and stand it. every time they redesign Godzilla, that means new figures. Right. So, like, it's a win-win. That might be a reason why they continue to do it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I actually, I brought that up to my friend Travis on one of his, um, on a podcast that we did uh, where we talked about King of the Monsters and mm. how uh, Michael Doherty changed the fin design yeah. to match, like, the 1954 Godzilla. And I was like, yes, they do that, number one, because they're like, oh, hey... Uh, we already had figures of this design, like, change it slightly so we can make more figures right. and sell more toys. <laughs> so I was like, of course they've changed it. It looks it looks cooler, but, like, of course they changed it to sell toys and stuff like yeah. that. Um, they didn't do that with Godzilla vs. Kong, though, because it was pretty much the same design that... Uh, I think we got to see more detail. We did, way more detail. Because um, even I noticed, I was like, I don't know. I just never noticed yeah. the deep, the the scales and you know everything on Godzilla. Oh yeah, that VFX team did a hell of a job yeah. with like the detail on it. Um, so this movie is kind of a standalone because I don't think that this is tied to the 1954 Godzilla. I don't think this is a direct sequel. Yeah, um, I don't remember much references at all to anything. No. Um, and there really isn't much of a blurb on the back, either. Not much, no. <laughs> There's like three lines. The, the king of all monsters is back and bigger than ever when a UFO reveals itself as a massive alien monster with awesome destructive powers. Yeah, that's pretty much what I was going to say. Yeah. The synopsis <laughs> of it. Like, I was just going to be like, well, a UFO, <laughs> like, they, re, they bring to the surface an ancient UFO because yeah. they find, like, a rock formation that's hollow or something. Yeah. And then they bring it up, and then it turns out that it's an alien spacecraft. Doesn't harboring... it kind of surface, and then they start drilling on it? Mm -hmm. And, and then... then it, like, breaks apart and reveals that it's, like, an actual, like, metallic Yeah, they're metallic like, we've, looking... we've hit a point where we can't penetrate or yeah. something. Uh, so they, like, had mapped it out geographically, or, yeah, like, a, mapped out its geology, and mm. it just, like, didn't match anything on Earth or yeah. anything like that. Um, and, and then it starts standing straight up in mm -hmm. the water. Which is kind of cool. Uh, it has... There are shots in this movie that are very, like, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Because, yeah. like, it reminds me of the monolith, like, when it stands straight up. Mm -hmm. Which is a cool sequence, like, when they're out on the boat. It reminds me of the Titanic. And it just, like... Yeah, and it just, like, stands, like, straight up. And they're like, what the hell? Yeah. And then it eventually takes off. And, uh... I mean, the opening of this movie is really cool. Where it's, um... There's a... Is it, is it a storm? I don't think that there's a storm, per se. There isn't a story. It's, like, foggy. And yeah. there's a ship that they're trying to call, like, at a lighthouse. Right. And it's not responding. And then, uh, like, they look out the window of the lighthouse and Godzilla has the boat in his mouth. Right. And, like, yeah. crunches it. And then the guys run outside and, like, one of them almost gets, like, crushed by it. And Godzilla, like... The opening of this movie's great. Like, mm. what a way to reintroduce the character, like, as ominous and destructive as you possibly can. Yeah, Foggy Night yeah. at a lighthouse. Yeah, which actually, <clears throat> I, I want to say that that's a reference to the Beast from 20,000 Fathoms. Because oh. there's a sequence in that movie, which actually, the Beast from 20,000 Fathoms is what originally inspired the original Godzilla. Okay. So I think that with this re remake i guess you could call it of it uh that they were trying to like harken back to that and like give the nod that was deserved to the movie that right. started it um so uh yeah so godzilla like goes on a rampage and there's our main character shinoda and his daughter io run a godzilla prediction network so they try to map out exactly where godzilla's like they try to do what Monarch does mm. in the MonsterVerse. They try to figure out his patterns so that they can, so that they can like inform the government on how to proceed with evacuations of a certain area. Like, yeah. oh, well, typically his pattern is this, uh, so probably evacuate Osaka or something like that. You know, so it's a neat idea. It's a cool premise, um, and he he has uh, his worst enemy, uh, Katagiri who is uh, our antagonist mm -hmm. along with the uh, alien life form. Uh, and he is, like, against the Godzilla Prediction Network. He just wants to kill Godzilla. 
So it's kind of it like the monster. The more I think about it, the monster verse kind of like really pulled from this movie, like with the way the characters are. If if anything, this movie probably has more memorable characters than like a lot of other ones. Like I remember these characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't typically like remember other ones from the Millennium series. Like there's a, a handful. But I remember all of these characters from yeah. this movie. Um, <clears throat> so Godzilla goes on his rampage, and uh, he goes back into the sea, and they find skin cells, and they're trying to like uh, figure out how Godzilla, like when he gets attacked, how he can regenerate so quickly, and mm. they figure that out. And then we come to find out that the alien life form is also studying Godzilla, not just Shinoda and the scientists or uh, the, the alien life form is doing the same thing. Right. Because in order for it to overtake earth, it has to take on the form of the most destructive force on the planet, which is Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, later on after some cool fight scenes and uh, uh, missile attacks and all that classic Godzilla stuff. Yeah. Um, we get to the final confrontation between godzilla and the ufo in tokyo as it's try as the ufo is trying to suck all the data out of a uh like it's the hq for where they're studying godzilla and everything it wants to collect all the information that possibly can so they decide they're gonna cut the servers and they're gonna blow up the building to destroy the ufo and shinoda is inside because he's trying to get the last bit of data out and uh eo and i just can't remember the girl's name uh but they find out that he's still in the building so they go back to try to see if they can get him out and he's on his way out of the building and uh his friend who's the scientist who works for katagiri tells like is trying to stall him from blowing it up Mm mm-hmm and uh he stalls him as long as he can and then uh category blows up the building well the top of the building it's like the what top 15 floors or something like that yeah and it's like these bombs are like some type of like plasma bomb like so they shoot like a pure ray of like heat energy straight up and out before they blow up uh so shinoda survives the UFO fights Godzilla a little bit more. Godzilla ends up breaking it in two with his beam because he fires the beam straight down the hole of where it shoots its beam and rips it in half. Mm-hmm. And then it spawns. But before that, it spawns a like a gelatinous-looking alien creature, which yes. is cool-looking. And then as soon as it's like spawned, it shrivels up and dies. Mm. Or seemingly dies because it like can't because Shinoda says it can't adapt to the atmosphere. Right. So it like shrivels up and just collapses, and Godzilla destroys the UFO and we think all is saved, and then the alien life form gets back up, and we're introduced to Orga, who is the final form of the uh, alien, the alien intelligence. I want to call it because I I think it, I don't think Orga exists like in that world Mm -hmm. like where wherever they come from i think it had to manifest something big enough that it could actually take on godzilla yeah i feel Um, like the ship didn't have any like aliens no it it just it was like a sentient thing that was like okay i have to create something that's going to be able to take it down and he gives him a run for his money Mm. um and then orga like has a special ability where he opens his mouth like an alligator and he kind of like hypnotizes Godzilla and he ends up like trying to consume him. Yeah, very snake like. And as he's doing that, he's growing fins. His skin is changing to like Godzilla's scales and mm. everything because he's trying to mimic Godzilla. Right. Uh, so once he consumes Godzilla, he could become the new Godzilla and take over the world by destroying humanity and all that. Um, but as he's doing that, Godzilla charges up his heat ray. Um, and blows up Orga from the inside out. Yeah. Uh, and then we get one of the coolest, coolest finishers, uh, where Godzilla's standing there after the wake of the, in the wake of the explosion, 
and or what's left of Orga is like just standing in front of him, and Godzilla just roars at him, and then it just falls over. Like, <laughs> and then we get the 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 famous line uh, over the montage of Godzilla leaving Tokyo, where um, they. Well, Godzilla kills Katagiri first. Mm. Let's mention that one. <laughs> Where uh, and Katagiri knew it was coming. Yeah. So he he knew he was in the wrong. He kind of went out on his own terms. Yeah. Uh, he he wasn't he wasn't a a bad guy. He just was a sh- shitty like the decisions business that he man. made. Yeah. yeah. He made business decisions, and he knew deep down that it was wrong. But he had yeah. to do what he had to do. Mm-hmm. Um. So, he kills Katagiri, and then we get the famous little montage of Godzilla leaving, blow like destroying the city as he's leaving, and then uh, they ask, "But why? Why does he keep protecting us?" And Shinoda says, "Well, maybe that's because Godzilla is inside each one of us." And I was like, "Oh, like that's that's a really cool metaphor. Like we're all we all have that destructive potential. Like right. Godzilla's born from us. Yeah, we created him. Like that's yeah, that's a really cool line." And then. Right after that line, Godzilla just obliterates, like, the whole city with one stream of fire, constant, like, just blowing it all up. And then we get the awesome uh, credit scene as Godzilla's walking towards the camera real slowly into the fire. Um, Yeah, this movie's awesome. Yeah, I... (laughs) This movie's fucking awesome. I really like this It's really nothing that I can say, like, that's... And a lot of people don't like this movie, and I'm like, I don't understand why, like... It, it I has, feel like it's held, held pretty high in the... Yeah, like, number one, it has good characters to it. Like, I remember whenever uh, you said you wanted to get into the, watching the movies, yeah. this was one of the ones that I suggested. And you weren't the first one yeah. to suggest it, either. Because, like, it's it's a good movie. Like, yeah. it's got good characters, it has a decent storyline to mm-hmm. it. The effects are actually really good. I thought, um, yeah. Thinking about it, like, I think aside from this one... That might have the best effects in yeah. the Millennium series. Because this one, as we'll talk about, is the studio that did... Well, not the studio. It's all the director, special effects, produ- or special effects producer, and um, costume designers mm. uh, who did the Gamera trilogy. Oh. So, of course, this one's going to be held in high regard right. for all that. Yeah. Um, but no, like, that's Godzilla 2000 is a great movie. Yeah. It has a great Godzilla design too. It's it's very unique, mm-hmm. and I think that's what draws me to it. Is it's not the typical Godzilla design where he's charcoal gray. Actually, fun fact: this one and this one are the only two movies where Godzilla is actually green. Huh. He's never been green in any of the other movies. Yeah, he's always been a charcoal gray. But uh, these are the two movies where he's actually been green. Hmm. Uh, that was a trivia question at a at a uh, bar trivia that i was at oh, one yeah. time and uh like as soon as because the category was godzilla okay um, i was like that's a pretty obscure question yeah so like <laughs> but the category was godzilla because they uh my team won the week before and i didn't go and they're like you have to go because we said the category had to be godzilla yeah so like the first question <clears throat> they said they're like they're like um, Godzilla is mo- uh, mostly thought of as green, but uh, only in two or only in. I think he's he said only in one movie, and I was like, Mm-mm, it's two. Like and I'm like sitting there, and I'm like writing it, and before he even like finished the question, I already had Godzilla 2000 and Godzilla versus Mega Gears written down, and I was like, all right, move on, like. <laughs> um, but uh, but yes. Uh, the purple fins, too. I really like that. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. Uh, that color combination works really well for Godzilla. He looks more reptilian mm-hmm. in this, uh, and I I just really love the design of it. And then uh, the later on in the Millennium series, they kind of uh, harken back to it with uh, the one from Godzilla against Mechagodzilla and Godzilla Tokyo SOS, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. But they kind of stick with that <clears throat> jagged dorsal spine look um the same type of lizard-like reptilian face um and orga is like an interesting monster too yeah yeah uh he just kind of looks like a a, a, like a rock golem Mm -hmm. but uh he's he's very interesting i always liked him yeah um i didn't know that he was an unlockable character in the gamecube game okay until i like played through it 
I was probably like in sixth or seventh grade, probably like sixth grade, and I was playing through it again, and I finally was able to like beat Mechagodzilla. Like maybe I like developed patience enough to actually <laughs> beat Mechagodzilla. So I beat Mechagodzilla uh, with like every character, and then it said um, there was like another character that was like popped up, and it was black, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What character is that?" So like I like Googled it or something, and it's like go back and fight all monsters with Godzilla two thousand after beating it with all the other monsters. So I went back and did that, and then the fight on Monster Island was with Orga, wow. and I was like, oh! So I killed Orga and then beat Mechagodzilla at the end, and then came back and he was unlocked, and I was like, oh sweet! I was like, well now I got that character. I gotta find a way to play that game. Oh, it's a fun game. <laughs> I, I wish I could find my copy yeah. of it. I don't even know where it is. Um. So, yeah, you got anything else to add about Godzilla 2000? I mean, not that you haven't said. I'm just not good at running through the movie. <laughs> but um, I thought the, the fights were good in this one. Um, and, like, I, it really intrigued me, like, what the ship was doing the mm-hmm. whole time, you know? Because it was just so weird. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't your typical, like, there's been aliens, but, like, there wasn't a physical body. No. No, the, like, the... like knowing that the ship itself is, like, thinking <clears throat> and doing yeah. all that. Like, it's like, oh. At first like, I was like, oh, are we going to see a More, being? Yeah, you different know. aliens. But uh, the further it went on, I'm like, oh, the ship is the alien. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, it's kind of uh, it's kind of neat, like, the way that they played that out. Yeah. Uh, I thought kudos to them for... Yeah, for changing it. Yeah, because you know? <laughs> it was it was creative enough because they I think they even realized they're like we've done aliens so right. many times that it's just gonna be boring at this point. Like yeah. everybody's just gonna be like, oh, here we go, yeah, right. aliens again. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, very unique. Uh, like I said, really cool effects, memorable characters. I just, I love that movie. Yeah. Um. The the person you couldn't think of her name was Yuki. Yuki, that's it. Yep. I was like, I was like, I know her name. I know I know her name. And once I read it up, you know, while you're talking, I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, it's it's hard to... Uh... I remember there, um, Professor Shinoda's last name, because... Mike Shinoda. Mike Shinoda. Yep. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I always remember it. Um, but uh, I probably have to give this one... 7.5 out of 10. Uh, okay. And that uh, that point five is probably mostly for nostalgia. Okay. But um, but no, there's a lot of memorable lines. There's funny parts in this movie, too. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, when he takes his bike in to, I think it's a repair shop. And uh, the, the one guy, like they're, he's helping him to like get... Uh, get the bike off the back of his like trailer right and like the one guy's getting hit in the head like over and over by like the beam and he's like and his boss like turns around he's like who told you to stop working and he's like no one like and then he gets hit like again and then he like ducks for like the last time he's given like directions or something isn't he yeah he just keeps swinging yeah he keeps swinging it and hitting him in the head the whole time yeah Yeah, there's a lot of comedy in it and i like uh I, i like that oh and the other one is uh what was it? Um, EO steals like some data hmm. off the computers, and uh, Shinoda's like, "We're gonna get in a lot of trouble since you did that." And she's like, "Well, let's just leave." Like <laughs> they start <laughs> yeah. like riding down the hallway, like slowly, like they're like. And then the right, guy comes just... back out. Yeah. And he's like, "Hey." <laughs> yeah, and he and they're like, "Uh oh!" Like, yeah. and then he tells him the UFO just right. took off again, and he's like, "Oh crap!" Like, um, but yeah, I I thought that. Uh, like and that's what I mean this has so many memorable moments yeah. and it's not like I've watched this movie like a million times I've watched it quite a few times but it's more memorable to me than a lot of other ones right um, and like I said that might just be nostalgia because I saw this movie in the theater right your, um, your first experience in the theater yeah my first Godzilla movie Godzilla. in the theaters uh, uh, as far as I was gonna go I'm gonna go Eight out of ten. I I really like this one. That's cool. I I enjoy hearing. You that. know, uh, I'm just not good at 
projecting what I liked. <laughs> yeah, just all around the like we talked about the design, um, just everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there, there's really... characters are good. That that's really what what brings up the rating for these Godzilla movies. Yeah, is the if the characters are good or not. Yeah, and really like the three that we're talking about have pretty good characters yeah. in each one. Um, but uh, yeah, so that was Godzilla two thousand, and now we move to Godzilla versus Mega Gears, another one of my favorites that is not seen. Uh, highly in the fandom uh but fun fact these two are not connected no. even though they use the same suit right yeah uh this one actually is a direct sequel to the 1954 godzilla uh as we get in the opening sequence yeah the um, opening sequence was where actually they, where they cool. replaced shots of the 1954 godzilla with this suit which right. was actually really cool yeah i enjoyed um, seeing that yeah because it was like oh they like remade those shots using that suit yeah. Um, so I, like, I really liked that. Even in, you know, it's in black and white and everything. Like, yeah, uh, that's that's one of my favorite openings. Um, and then we get uh, later on, like it shows Godzilla attacking another nuclear power plant in uh, Osaka in 1966, or no, uh, in Tokai. Mm -hmm. He attacks it, and then um, in 1996. Godzilla's going to attack the power plant at Osaka. And then we get the... Uh, I don't know if they're called the G. Grasper team at that point. I don't think that they are. I think they take on the name afterward. Hmm. Um, but uh, they have an RPG uh, platoon that's tasked with going into the evacuated city to try to stop Godzilla's advance on the nuclear power plant. Yeah. Um, which is an awesome opening of all these guys running down the streets with RPGs, just like launching RPGs up at Godzilla and it's doing absolutely nothing to slow him down. But it's an awesome, yeah. like, I never thought I ever wanted that until I saw it. And I was like, I mean, I'm, man, that's awesome. I mean, I was sitting there, I was like, it's not doing anything. No. Run away. <laughs> no, like, it, it didn't do anything, but, like, it, it's such an awesome sequence. Yeah. Like, they all jump out of the truck, and they're all running down, like, different alleyways and everything, and they're like, cut them off at this street, and they, like, go up, and they're like, boom, boom, like, yeah. launching RPGs. Um, and then uh, our main character is part of the team, uh, and her commander gets killed, saving her. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Godzilla collapses a building that he's standing under, and he dies. And then we get the the cool title sequence where she picks up his RPG and fires it. And as she fires it, the title comes up yeah, instead of like cool. showing what it's uh, yeah. what it does. Um, so the title sequence, um, I don't know what it's like on your DVD. Uh, <laughs> so the the actual Japanese title sequence mm -hmm. looks pretty awesome. Oh yeah, but they they literally just post the thing on the top of it oh yeah right over top of it <laughs> i was like, like cool shit's happening in the background yeah, and you're covering because it, it says godzilla and then the mega gearist like font is like zipping by in the background and yeah. then it like shows up like it's really cool like the, the way yeah. that they style it i would say a lot of these opening title sequences from here on out are really cool looking mm. But Sony and TriStar just slap the English, yeah. like, right over top of it. It's just it. a see-through, like, yeah. words. <laughs> yeah. Um, which kind of takes away from it. Like, yeah, I, I was like, I, I, I wish don't I, like that. <laughs> yeah, like, I wish there was a way, like, if you turned off subtitles or something, that it would go away. Yeah. But that's just the way that it was released. Yeah. Um, so. And basically, anytime you have to read anything that's Japanese, like, it's just there, even if you have the subtitles off yeah like it just comes up anyway um so let's i will read the blurb okay here. five years after godzilla terrorized the city of osaka which we just talked about mm. japanese scientists have developed a surefire way to finally destroy japan's monster nemesis they have created the world's first man-made black hole which will trap godzilla for eternity but during a testing of this new dimension tide an insect caught in the hole mutates, producing gargantuan eggs that give birth to a new menace, giant dragonfly monsters called Meganula. 
Mega Nula Queen, the 50-meter Mega Gearus, is also on the hunt for Godzilla, needing to steal his energy to survive. From the sky down to the depths of a city's underground sewer tunnels, Mega Gearus, Godzilla, and mankind battle for supremacy. Who will prevail in this high-tech three-way battle of terror and destruction? Well, we know who, Godzilla. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> um, but, uh... Yeah, so there's the Dimension Tide uh, black hole gun, which is a really cool concept. Mm. Really dangerous. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> like, I mean, I guess if nuclear weapons are off the table, I guess the only other option is shoot them into a black hole. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so they test it, um, and it works efficiently, but there's, like, a, a residual wormhole mm-hmm. left over uh, in which, like, whatever the... The dragonfly that went, which, when you think about it, that should have spawned a lot of other worldly like <laughs> monsters. You yeah. could have spawned a whole universe just out of this movie, <laughs> right. like all the other creatures that could have come out of the black hole. Um, Megaguirus is one of my favorite designed kaiju. Uh, I love everything about Megaguirus. Yeah, like the, there's nothing that I dislike it. I hate playing as him in the games because he doesn't really do much. Mm. He just kind of flaps his wings around and then, like, stings people. But I mean, uh, it's basically all I remember from Yeah. <laughs> but, like, uh, I just love Mega Gears. Like, I love the design of it. I think it looks awesome. I love the, the, the shriek, like, that he gives yeah, it Yeah, he has a good, a good call um, whatever. And, like, when he sucks Godzilla's energy out and he can literally... Well, you can do that in the video game, too. He literally, like, shoots out a ball of, like, energy that, like, attacks your opponent. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we get... We get uh, Godzilla is just being a, a shit, as always. Mm. And Japan's like, we're not dealing with this. <laughs> so they have a literal, like, G-Force-type team called the G-Grasper team. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and they have their own ship, cool ship, to sell toys, uh, the Griffin. And they fly fly around to find Godzilla and track him. And they, uh, like, while all the shit's happening in uh, Osaka with the, uh, excuse me, with the um, eggs. Oh, yeah. That uh, they end up, the eggs... Or in the sewer tunnels, but, like, they start to cause flooding, and then the whole city, like, ends up underwater. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the eggs, I guess they need, like, that that water is like, a birthing chamber or something oh, okay. to survive um, and hatch. They're kind of, it's kind of just, like, uh, different types of flies, like, on a river. Like, so, like, a, they you have, like, a certain species hatch on the water. Like, it's kind of the same basic principle with right. that. Um, and we get, like, people are getting attacked by the Mega Nula and, like, eaten. And, the, like, there's a lot of cool horror shots in this. Like, the, the couple oh, that yeah. get attacked by the, the Mega Nula. Yeah, that was, that was one um, of my favorite scenes, actually. And then it, like, eats them and then it hatches into the, the flying form of it. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, so, uh, all the Mega Nula, the flying ones, uh, end up hatching and, like, flying toward... They're trying to find Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And the Griffin lures him onto an island where the Dimension Tide, which is now on a satellite, can be shot down to trap him. Well, they shoot uh, they shoot it down, but Godzilla is fighting all the Mega Nula, like, and there's, like, millions of them mm-hmm. that he's fighting, and it... The black hole gun works, but it doesn't trap Godzilla. It kills, like, half the Mega Nula, but there was a lot that survived. Uh, and they all, like, sucked out some of, some of his energy, like the ones that got onto him. Mm. So they go back to... They fly back to Osaka and swim down to where the queen is and give all that energy to her. Did and she, then, like, die or, or something? Her She had a... I remember she was float floating in the ocean or was that a different oh that that was like one that godzilla killed okay um yeah because they they showed like 
they tracked it because of the radiation burst because right. he had like breathed fire on it and then they showed like that oh was it just one of the random yeah ones? just one of the random okay. ones yeah um that he was uh because they showed the picture and they're like enhance that image and it's like the beam but in the beam is like one of them getting like fried right um and then uh so megagirus hatches destroys like half of osaka and then Godzilla shows up, and then they have their awesome battle at the end. Um, and then Godzilla ultimately defeats Megagirus, and uh, they use the Dimension Tide gun, which is now falling out of orbit, so they only have one shot to actually do it. Yeah. Um, so it works, but it actually doesn't work, because there's a post credit scene in this movie. Um, I didn't know about it until like maybe like eight years ago. Yeah. Um, that I was watching it on DVD one time and I like kept watching it through the credits. The kid in the movie is like, I think he's in Osaka and he's like doing something at their house and there's like an earthquake Mm. and he like goes to the window and you don't see what he's looking at. But you hear an explosion off in the distance, and you hear Godzilla's roar. Hmm. So I was like, "Oh, he lived." That's pretty like, cool. It just like it just buried him, like yeah. it did uh, the first time. Right? Yeah, the first time. So I was like, "Oh, cool." Hmm. I was like, "That's that's awesome." Wow. Um, <laughs> it's so, amazing. Yeah. Like people, I don't know. I can't remember a movie before Iron Man that ever did that. Yeah. I mean, clearly there are a ton. Oh, yeah, like James and the Giant Peach. Yeah. <laughs> that Still Sean and I had no idea <laughs> up until rewatching it that yeah. there was ever uh, a post credit scene with that. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's amazing what, to, to find out that some older movies have them. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, what, what do you have to, to add to Godzilla vs. Megagears? Um, I didn't know I didn't like flying bugs as much as I don't like them. <laughs> when, uh, one of my favorite shots, though, as much as I don't like bugs, I guess, um, they were all on the side of the building. Oh, yeah. When they were in the boat and they everything. They were, like, shooting them off yeah. the side of the building. And I'm yeah. like, there's so many of them. <laughs> I was like... It was like Starship Troopers, because, yeah. like, they swoop down and, like, attack them yeah. off the boat. Yeah. And it reminded me of that scene in the Starship Troopers where they're, like, shooting in the picks him up and takes him out yeah. and they have to shoot him while it's like killing him. Right. Yeah. It, there was a lot of like, and I guess this movie just kind of reminds me of Starship Troopers and maybe that's kind of what like, cause, uh, like, like we said in like the nineties ones that they kind of like were parodying certain things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Starship Troopers came out way before this. So they were just kind of like, ah, we gotta like get back, hop back on that and like do what we were doing. Uh, because, like, you have the black hole gun, uh, the military, a special team of military people that are in, like, a spaceship type of thing, mm-hmm. uh, fighting a bunch of bugs. So it's kind of, it kind of has Starship Trooper vibes. Um, <clears throat> but, uh... So at the, the opening of this, um, and this, this might go nowhere, because I might have misheard what they said. But was there a line at the beginning where they reference America Godzilla? No, that's the next one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, you're you're right. There okay. is a line where they do reference. I watched them both today for everybody's yeah. knowledge out there. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. There about. is okay. a line that they do uh, say, but it's in the next one. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this movie. Th- this movie is perfectly average. Yeah, yeah. I it, mean, it wasn't bad. It wasn't, like, bad to the least. No, it, it feels like a Showa Godzilla movie mm-hmm. produced in modern day. Well, it's not modern day. The movie's 20 years old now. Oh, yeah. Um, 21 years <laughs> old, actually. Uh, but it, it feels like it was, like, the director was very much trying to remake the old Godzilla movies. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we gotta have this bug character... Uh, and have Godzilla fight it and like yeah, it make all a... these battles really like 
not goofy, but yeah. like fun and all. Like Godzilla literally does a body slam where he jumps like a mile up in the air and comes down and smashes down on Mega Gear. Yeah. It's like there's goofy shit in this movie, but it, it can be overlooked. Yeah. Uh, because it, it's ultimately it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched this movie last summer again, and I was like, I love this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like I think I live tweeted about it. And I was like, I love this movie. Like, I don't understand how anybody, like, hates this movie. I think I remember that, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, like, um, this was the one... Was it this one or was it... I think it was the, this one. Uh, but, like, Blockbuster mm-hmm. had the Millennium series of Godzilla movies. Okay. Um, because I had nothing past Godzilla 2000. Right. Um, and then I happened upon these which i knew of their existence i knew of this one's existence mm-hmm. i didn't know about anything else down the line oh so like when i stumbled upon i think it was this one but i remember this one was there too and i was like oh it's like they have this movie like i was like i never thought in a million years they would have this movie yeah. to rent so uh I was wonder where where they got it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so like, I would rent them, and I rented them for years, and then went into Fye the one day and found out they had them for to buy. So yeah. I was like, "Well, I'm buying them." Yeah. Uh, but me being young and stupid, didn't know that uh, setup on the menu was to change the audio from Japanese to English. So I watched them all in Japanese <laughs> with subtitles. <laughs> For like a year and a half before I found out, I was like, I bought the DVD and I like clicked setup and it's like English or Japanese. And I'm like, huh? I'm like, I can watch this in English? Um, That's pretty funny. But while I was renting these before I bought them, uh, Sci-Fi used to show them. Oh, okay. Uh, w- of course, dubbed because they're not going to do Japanese with subtitles yeah. on there. Um, so I'd tape them anytime they had them on. Oh, but yeah. my copies always had commercials out the ass and they cut out portions of the movie to cut down for the time oh. so they cut out like a, a scene that meant absolutely nothing to the rest of it huh. um so like when i bought the dvds and watched them, i was like i don't remember this part and then i'm like oh because i cut it out whenever yeah. they did the the uh the version that they were showing on tv wow um but yeah it's amazing that the vcr side tangent on the vcr i still have one it's amazing that that was, like, allowed to be in every house in America. Right. Because people just did that. that yeah. My uncle had literally a wall of VHS of, like, you know, him taping movies. And, like, he would pause it as soon as the commercial, commercial come on. And then read. And then unpause it. Yeah. Because <clears throat> you could just hit the pause button and then pause button again and it would restart. Oh, for, uh, for the longest time until Godzilla, Godzilla 1985... <laughs> And, well, the return of Godzilla. Before those, before that and Godzilla vs. Biollante got out of copyright hell mm-hmm. uh, and were able to be distributed as DVD and Blu-ray, I had two people who shall remain nameless um, take my VHS copies and rip them onto DVDs so that I could have a DVD See, copy. that's not illegal. If you did that and then sold them, oh, yeah, that's yeah. illegal. Yeah. I'm still going to keep their names. <laughs> no, you don't have to. I wasn't uh, trying to get information. I was just saying, like, that's not even illegal. No. Like, no, like you it, can no, take your Blu-rays copy, if you have a yeah. way. I don't know if there's a way. But, like, your Blu-rays, you can digitize them. Oh. Yeah, put them on VHS. <laughs> Could you imagine what a VHS quality Blu-ray would would look like? What would would happen? Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. I want to test that. Because, like... Do it it with, like, Godzilla. Would it be grainy as shit? Like, once it would go through, like, a VHS type of thing? Oh, we're doing it. Wow. That would be crazy. We're doing it with Godzilla versus Kong. When's they go off HBO? (laughs) Oh, yeah. We'd have to get the... Yeah, we'll have to get the (laughs) Blu-ray. The 4K ver... 4K. 4K. Just skipping Blu-ray altogether. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, do you got anything else to add to Godzilla vs. No, Avengers? I don't have. I don't have a lot with this one. Th- th- this it's... is literally just a versus movie. There really yeah. isn't like a. a I don't want to say not an intriguing story because there no, is not at all. Um, 
because it's it's a direct sequel so it's it's still an intriguing story because it takes place in that timeline mm-hmm. but there's nothing else like really going on that's super important it's just right. big bug showed up godzilla has to fight big bug yeah and then humanity has to figure out how to stop godzilla uh yeah but it's and humans are being stupid trying yes. to shoot rockets at them even though yeah we know they got to do nothing. And since the nuclear <laughs> option's off the table, I guess black holes are back on the table. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it's it's a perfectly adequate movie. Yeah. Um, like I said, I love it. I'll I'll knock a few back and put this in and just be like loving every minute mm-hmm. of it. But um, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and give Godzilla versus Megaguirus a. Six out of ten. I'm just gonna second that because that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I can't. I can't put it higher than Godzilla 2000. Godzilla 2000 has its flaws, but it's ultimately a better movie. Yeah, uh, it's got better characters, better plot. Like mm-hmm. in this, we're going back to nameless military people trying to stop Godzilla. Yeah, it's not like they were very important. Really. Nameless military people who have vendetta with Godzilla trying to stop Godzilla at whatever cost possible. So I'm just like friend. Whatever. Friend gets killed by Godzilla. Yeah. Other friend that witnessed it. It wants to kill Godzilla. It's it's literally uh, Mark Russell (laughs) in uh, the MonsterVerse. His son got killed by Godzilla, and he hates Godzilla up until he doesn't hate Godzilla. (laughs) Like, uh, except um, Kiriko never likes Godzilla. Mm -hmm. Kiriko wants Godzilla dead, like, Mm -hmm. all the time. So, uh, yeah. So that was Godzilla vs. Mega Years. Perfectly adequate movie. Uh, Yeah. I, I... I definitely recommend that one. It's oh, fun. Yeah. It's fun. If you're if you're looking to kill an hour and a half or so, just watch that movie. It's fun. I can't say we've Actually, had a bad one in, in a while. It is like just over an hour and a half. So yeah. it's it's pretty it's pretty short, pretty sweet. In fact, I think all these movies are like 105, 106 minutes. Yeah, I don't think they're uh, incredibly. None of them are incredibly long. No, and, th- and that's another nice thing too. Is like none of these are like super long. Or, like, I should say none of them, like, make you feel the time. They're not, like, Wonder Woman. I felt the time a little bit with that one, but... Yeah. Like, I don't know. I could... I I think it's all me. It's not... It's not the movie's fault. No, no, I can understand. Like, there are parts of that where I'm like, okay. Sometimes sometimes I'm just... I'm just not in the headspace to... To to watch a Godzilla movie. And that that sounds bad, because I'm on a Godzilla podcast. But, like... I don't know. There's some days I'm like, I can't pay attention. <laughs> oh, I do that. I do that all the time. Like, I have to be in a certain mood to watch a certain movie. Yeah. Like, I, I forget what I... I forget... I think I put it in our group chat or something mm-hmm. that I said. I was like, I'm in the mood to watch this movie or something. Yeah, I, I forget what it was. Yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah, there, there's like... Uh, the certain mood will strike me and I'll be like, I'm going to watch this movie. And then I mean, I'm that's just, how like, I rewatch movies because I'm like... You know what? I really want to watch that today. Yeah. Know? Um, all right. Now we're moving on to uh, probably my favorite in this selection. In the, uh, just to uh, preface that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Godzilla. Go- Godzilla versus Harley Quinn: The Emancipation of the Giant <laughs> Monsters. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll call it that. Pretty much. Uh-huh. So. Uh, this is the movie that was that was basically created by the same team that did the Gamera trilogy, um, and it's held in high regard. Mm-hmm. So, which um, rightfully so. Even the cover kind of looks. The cover does look like it's like a Gamera type. Yeah, movie. like I, it's it's reminiscent from what I remember of the and it covers. You know, and the cover too. Like these covers are kind of like. Ex- with the exception of that one i love this one yeah but like the covers for these movies are just like that's just kind of like bland i mean i, I could have photoshopped that, together. that yeah yeah <laughs> either one of us could have photoshopped that together. this is like ominous yeah you, you don't know what's going on just from looking at this right like, okay godzilla's in it king Ghidorah's in it baragon and mothra are in it and what i'm assuming are a bunch of military people and right. like all that so like it it's just a very ominous cover, yeah. and I think that's what intrigued me about picking this up at Blockbuster was I was like, "Hey, I was like, this is gonna 
I might be in for something with this, like, because I was like, this is this looks really cool. I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of monsters. Yeah, that's um, the original lineup was Godzilla, Anguirus, Varen, and Baragon mm. were supposed to be the original, and then they, uh, I guess, the studio realized that Anguirus and Varen weren't popular enough to actually like warrant making them yeah. the head, you know, the lead kaiju so they were like eh, let's throw two well-knowns in mm-hmm. um and they they flip it they flip these characters yeah. which is very interesting um to say the least i'd kind of forgotten about that today yeah. when i turned it on <laughs> uh so we'll go over the synopsis here 50 years ago the japanese defense forces killed godzilla um this is also a direct sequel to 1954 godzilla so like so for the sense of this movie, there's been nothing in between. Nothing in between. Okay. Godzilla's been dormant, hiding, or they assume he's dead. Dead, yeah. Um, defense forces killed Godzilla, or so they thought. Uh, yeah, which okay. is literally what it says. <laughs> uh, when a series of terrifying natural disasters begin to plague Japan, including the inexplicable offshore sinking of a U.S. submarine, which is in the very opening... Mm-hmm. A mystic old man warns his nation that Godzilla has come back to destroy Japan as revenge for all the souls lost in the Pacific War, World War II. Mm-hmm. Um, when mere military might cannot squash the monster, the mystic man awakens the holy beasts of Yamato, King Ghidorah, Mothra, and Baragon, sleeping giants that protected Japan in ancient times. These untamed mammoth beasts take on Godzilla with frightening supernatural brute power that has been 2,000 years in the making. Tradition and technology collide in this chilling, high-tech, cutting-edge fable. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. Um, and this looks great. <laughs> I love the look of this movie. Yeah. Um, I We I, were just talking about earlier that Godzilla looks so scary in this movie. Yes. Like, like if there's ever been I, a I more love the terrifying pure white eyes. the pure white eyes I just can't just get like, over it. Yeah. It's it, it's terrifying. Yeah. It's terrifying. Like it it looks evil. He just looks evil. Like and even his evil force. I don't know if that shows his teeth. Isn't his teeth like crazy looking in the, this one? His teeth are like he has two giant fangs. Yeah, yeah. Like in the direct front. Yeah. That he that we see he bites in the king of his um, neck. Yeah, he kind of has them here a little bit. Yeah. But uh, I mean, he, this is not even close to really what that one is, but... He bites in the King Ghidorah's neck, like, mm-hmm. at one point with those fangs, and they sink in and blood comes out yeah. and everything. Um, yeah, this is the movie uh, that they flip King Ghidorah and make him a good guy. Yeah. Because Godzilla's the bad guy. And King Ghidorah is one of the guardian monsters, so they call them. Um, and Baragon, Mothra, and Ghidorah are these ancient protectors... Um, kind of like Iris is in Gamera 3. Right. Uh, where it's supposed to be a protector to kill Gamera or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I gotta watch this again. <laughs> I know, they're so good. <laughs> I was thinking about that too. Um, but the... Uh, yeah, this is... And this is the only movie where Ghidorah is a good guy. Right. Uh, and I love the design of this Ghidorah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, they, they make him to look more like a good guy. Uh, he doesn't look it's as, not like, as menacing. Yeah. No, he actually looks like he's kind of a protector monster. Mm. Um, which again is just another creative thing that they've done in the Millennium series yeah. because you're like, oh, King, Yidor- excuse me, King Ghidorah is in this, so we're gonna get uh, some crazy fight between uh, King Ghidorah and Godzilla, and and you're you're immediately thinking from the title that King Ghidorah is the bad guy, right, or is one of them. But he's not. Like, Godzilla is the ultimate bad guy. Um, And that's another thing, uh, too, where they... eh, I guess that they started that in Megaguirus again. But this really makes Godzilla the bad guy instead of... uh, Like, in 2000, he was kind of the bad guy, but he was still that kind of on the fence Mm -hmm. as a savior or whatever. Um, Like, it's basically mutual benefit to, to destroy this monster, so... Yeah. He doesn't mess up Godzilla himself. <laughs> um, yeah, so these... Uh, there's a lot of good build-up for each monster to show up. Uh, and they all show up in interesting ways. There, uh, The old man 
places that stone like a uh, visage in mm-hmm. different places right to awaken the monsters because like the the biker gang destroys it uh like it knocks the head off the statue and then they end up getting killed because right. baragon awakens and like crushes the tunnel that they're in and kills good because their them. horns were yeah. absolutely annoying oh yeah <laughs> um and then like mothra kills the group of uh teenagers who broke into the store by the lake and they use the stone to like pin that dog in the thing that they're gonna drown the dog which dog survives thank god because yeah, they showed god. that later um <laughs> But they, like, dump it, or they're going to dump the dog overboard, uh, and Mothra, like, tips their boat and, like, kills, or I guess it, it cocoons all of them after killing them. Yeah. Uh, and of course they're dead. So Mothra is awakened, and then, uh, the guy from Gamera, the cop from Gamera, tries to hang himself in the suicide forest. Oh. And uses the stone to... Well, I don't know if it's the Suicide Forest. I'm assuming that's where it was. Mm-hmm. But he uh, uses the stone to get up near the tree branch. And then it all collapses underneath him. And then Ghidorah is frozen in the ice underneath. Mm. Uh, which is also a really cool <clears throat> shot. Yeah. Uh, not And wouldn't be the last time we see Ghidorah frozen in ice. No. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, we get a lot of cool build-up to the monsters, and then we get Godzilla showing up. And then there's a lot of confusion going on between the Japanese Self-Defense Force, whether Baragon is Godzilla or Godzilla's Godzilla, because yeah. they, they're like, well, we don't know. like, And they keep calling Baragon the Red Godzilla. Yeah. Because yeah. he has like a reddish skin color. But they, they keep calling him that because he kind of looks like Godzilla, which he doesn't really. But, no. um, and he's much smaller. But you gotta think it's been what... 50 years or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, and then Godzilla shows up out of the bay because now he's awakened because of all these other monsters being awakened. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess Baragon was trying to lure Godzilla out. He, once he was out, he was trying to lure him to him so he could fight him. Uh, and Godzilla awakens and hasn't used his atomic breath in God knows how long. And when he uses it, it's literally the force of an atomic bomb. Like, that shot, I was like, oh. Like, I didn't understand it when I was younger. And then right. when I watched it, like, more yeah. recently, I was like, oh, my God. Like, they just obliterated that, that city. Because, like, they have the earthquake in the classroom. And then the teacher looks out the window. And there's a giant mushroom cloud going up. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, Godzilla just completely annihilated that city. Yeah. Um. And then Godzilla fights Baragon, kills Baragon, uh, makes his way to Yokohama, and Mothra shows up. And they also have, they, they use a weapon that they were going to use to bring, they were going to use the weapon to free the bikers in the tunnel. It's a missile that drills to where its target is, and mm. then it explodes to create, uh, well, to open it up so that they can get to it. Right. Um, and they were are going to use these same missiles on Godzilla and they launch them at him and they attach to him and they start drilling into him, but it doesn't like they drill so far and then they just jam and stop and then they explode. Mm -hmm. Um, but one gets like pretty deep into his neck and it has like an exposed amount of like tissue underneath. And, uh, so Godzilla fights Mothra uh, completely, or Ghidorah shows up, but Ghidorah is just Ghidorah. Um, and then that's another thing that they harken back. Mike Doherty really had something going because he really harkened back to what happens in this movie in King of the Monsters. Yeah. Because Mothra gets obliterated, and then all of like her remaining like cellular radiation goes to Ghidorah and reawakens him as King Ghidorah. Right. Which in King of the Monsters, all her re- all her radiation <laughs> yeah. creates burning Godzilla, um, but Mothra sacrifices herself to Godzilla so that uh, King Ghidorah can be reawoken and Ki- King Ghidorah, where he literally can fly and has like all the crazy. Oh, is that the difference? Powers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
and Godzilla tries to kill Ghidorah using the beam, but it like he has like a shield around him, mm-hmm. and then he just like pushes all that energy back at him and pushes him into the bay, and then uh, they have like an underwater brawl, uh, and then uh, the the commander takes the submarines from the beginning of the movie, one of them. And uh, dives down in and gets eaten by Godzilla. Godzilla just swallows the submarine. Yep. And when he wakes back up, he <clears> has one of the... But he does that on the, purpose, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. He has one of the missiles attached to it. And um, so he gets swallowed by Godzilla. And he's, like, perfectly in the spot where he can fire the missile. And it'll come out through the hole where the tissue was exposed. Right. So... <clears throat> After Godzilla kills King Ghidorah, um, he, uh, what am I trying to say? He, uh, shoots the missile through because it's, he surfaces and he's going to kill the commander's daughter and all, that's a whole other subplot thing mm-hmm. going on there where she's a reporter and she's trying to like right. tell the world about the guardian monsters and record their struggle and everything. It's. It's interesting, but not as interesting as it could be, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but uh, when uh, Godzilla surfaces, he's going to use his ray to kill them. And uh, the missile comes out through the hole and detonates. So there's now a gaping hole in the side of his neck. So when Godzilla goes to use his ray, it shoots out his neck. So... He, like, shoots it out once, and then he tries it again and shoots it out, and then he just ends up, like, collapsing because Mm -hmm. it just keeps going. And as he, the subfly, or swims out of it, and then he goes to shoot it underwater, and he just explodes. Like, literally just explodes. Mm -hmm. Um, And then at the end of the movie, we find, just before the credits, that his heart is still at the bottom of the bay, still beating. Yeah. Um, Another signifying, uh, another message signifying that Godzilla will always return. There is no stopping him. Yeah. Um, but whether uh, the movie's connected or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, like um, the commander's daughter being the reporter and everything, and they're like, they're kind of like. Um, Infowars type of like mm-hmm. they make like mockumentary like stuff on like aliens and stuff right. like that the, the, so no one really takes them seriously she's not a reoccurring character is she no she's not <clears throat> um her name sounded familiar that's why i was oh, okay what is her name i can't remember <clears throat> yuri yuri yeah that's right um and uh yeah there's yuri takeda mm-hmm. uh who's her other reporter friend uh and they they're they the story basically follows just them yeah as they're like chronicling <clears throat> uh the battles between Godzilla and they always get too close to what's happening right <clears throat> and she always ends up like getting injured or something because they're like too close to the action uh which I and mean she has a headdress on like yeah. the whole and, and, and I mean I guess like you have to have your character in near where the monsters are to further it. Mm. Um, I, I mean, it's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, there's not a whole lot you could do with it. They're interesting enough characters, but mm. they're just, they're not as interesting as I think they could, could be. Right. Um, but they're, they're fine. Mm-hmm. Now the effects in this movie are great. Yeah. Uh, I really like the effects in this movie. I like, this is one of the only, the only movies that I can think of where they do like in the Gamera movies where when their foot comes down, the whole camera like shakes, Mm -hmm. like to give that sense of weight and how big they are, uh, which is something that they do very frequently in this movie. And I really like that. Um, A lot of the, the way that they light scenes, uh, like at night when Godzilla is fighting the fighter jets Mm -hmm. looks really cool. Uh, all the Yokohama stuff looks really cool where they're using the spotlights to, like, find Godzilla and then Mothra and all that. Um, yeah. I mean, there's... Uh, the Commander's probably the most interesting character to me. Yeah. 
and he's just a military guy. So uh, I don't know what that says about uh, <laughs> about how how well liked uh, they are. Yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah. I would say that's definitely not the strong suit of this movie. No, but... no, the the strong suit of this movie is the the way that everything is like all, the way all the action is done. Right. Um, the way the monster designs look, the way the action's done, it's it feels very much. Like a Gamera trilogy movie. Yeah. Um, it's very well done. I wish they would have done more. Like, they would have let that director in, and in his this... team do more in this universe. Yeah. Like, um, Nothing comes back for this movie no. specifically. No. Yeah. No, that's, that's the, unfortunate. That's the first and only time we see that design of Godzilla and everything. Yeah. Um, people really like that design, though. That really oh, so evil-looking yeah. Godzilla. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I don't have, I don't have a whole lot more to say. Yeah. About I don't it. have much to add. Uh, I, I've watched this one a while ago, so I, I don't have the best memory of it, but I did watch like the, the end fight scene. Mm-hmm. Like I forget, I think I've watched like the last half hour. I just picked a spot and, and jumped in, but um yeah i just i i kind of forgot about baragon i think he was already yeah. dead by the time i jumped back in yeah his but his death happens like pretty middle of the movie i think where i jumped in mothra had just died because oh. it because they just uh resurrected Ghidorah. yeah oh yeah because Ghidorah's dead like right pretty much <laughs> yeah yeah i yeah i don't have a whole lot more to say about it so uh I'm going to rate this one. Eight. Okay. Eight out of ten. I'm going to go in between and give it a seven. Because I definitely know I like this one more. So I, I can't put it above nah. that. Um, just because this, this had good characters, good Godzilla stuff. So I, I'm going to go seven. I, I did like it. I do remember liking it more than I liked. Um, I can't remember. And, and I while I love that movie too, I think I just have to rate it that because of uh, the um, like just just the way that they the way that everything was designed and shot. That's true. Um, it just it, it ultimately one, one is I better than I forgot to take into consideration was the originality or the idea of flipping everybody yeah where they were originally bad guys they're i know it's just a number i'm gonna take it up to a 7.5 all right (laughs) i like it taking that into consideration yeah yeah i uh that's that's the uh the the non non non-sequential trilogy yeah (laughs) today uh Felt a little weird, but for future things, we had to do a a three part or a three movie. Yeah, we had to do a three parter this time because next time will be consecutive sequels. Right. Um. So, which any of you who are Godzilla fans will know what the next two are. Uh, <laughs> I always bring it up and look because I don't, you know, I don't have the knowledge. I uh, I'm looking forward to doing these two. So, okay, yeah, so it's uh, Godzilla versus, uh, against... Against Mecha- Mechagodzilla. Against Mechagodzilla, because we and, can't have a third one. Yep. And uh, uh, Godzilla Tokyo SOS. Yep. Which this guy is actually from. Yep. I don't I don't think I've ever... Have I ever watched that one? You watched against Mechagodzilla, but not Tokyo SOS. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So next right. time we'll be talking about Godzilla against Mechagodzilla and Godzilla Tokyo SOS. So uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Um, let us know what you think of the new digs. Yeah. Um, we're enjoying putting out these videos. Uh, we're going to try to be doing them more frequently. So yeah, keep more, an eye out. More content. Um, you know, with, with new movies coming out, it's, you know. Yeah, it's going to be a, a lot easier for us to yeah. actually do more reviews on everything. Right. So, uh, so, yeah. So, we will catch you guys on the next episode. Yep.